Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from last Sunday, second week of ordinary time. This week's first reading tells us that God gives us not only a new name, but also a new life. The second reading explains how each individual gift of the Holy Spirit is for the benefit of the community. The gospel shows what Jesus touches, he changes, be it water or hearts. This week, Let your gifts of the Holy Spirit be manifested in the community. Pray with your family. 
school or work associates. Let your gifts uplift those around you. A gift of healing can be a simple hug or making someone a meal. A gift of teaching or preaching may be reading scripture to someone who cannot read, or it may be teaching a scripture class to the community. The gift of hospitality might be driving someone to church or to the store. The gifts are many, but they come from the one spirit. The Holy Spirit resides in your temple. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. A new woman in our Bible study shared she recently lost her husband and she broke down. I went over to and held her. I am doing the bread of life with a couple of women. I look so forward each week sharing the bread of life Catholic Bible study with a few other women. One of my greatest gifts is organization or planning events and putting them together. Well, that's in the past now. Now that I am older, my gifts are just the hugs or quoting a scripture to someone who is hurting. Somehow that doesn't seem like enough. The silence in my life is so refreshing. Listening is freeing for me. I don't have to do, be doing so much, just need to be present to those I am with. What was a helpful or a new thought from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? And from what you learned, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? Well, Deacon Ken answered that we are God's delight and we are not to be called forsaken. His application, I began to look at others as God's delight and they looked much better. For me, I wrote, Mary knew her son well enough to know he would do what is best for everyone at the wedding feast. So she told the service to do whatever he tells you. Although the head waiter didn't know where the wine came from, he said to the bridegroom, everyone serves good wine first. And then when people have drunk freely, an inferior one, but you have kept the good wine until now. The application, Jesus only gives us the best. So I am to give only the best of what I have to others. And whenever I give my best for the good of others, give for the honor and glory of God. It all belongs to him. This week is the third Sunday of Ordinary Time. The first reading is from Nehemiah 8, 2 to 6, 8 to 10. The second reading is 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 14 and 27. And the gospel is Luke 1, 1 to 4, 4, chapter 4, 14 to 21. A reading from the book of Luke. Since many have to undertaken to compile a narrative of the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as those who were eyewitnesses from the beginning 
and ministers of the word have handed them down to us, I too have decided, after investigating everything accurately anew, to write it down in an orderly sequence for you, most excellent Theophilus, so you may realize the certainty of the teachings you have received. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news of him spread throughout the whole region. He taught in their synagogues and was praised by all. He came to Nazareth, where he had grown up, and went, according to his custom, into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. He stood up to read and was handed a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He unrolled the scroll and found the passage where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. Rolling up the scroll, he handed it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue looked intently at him. He said to them, today the scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. The gospel of the Lord. A few of the questions. How were the instructions given to the apostles? Acts 1, 2, and 3 says, until the day he was taken up after giving instructions to the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen, he presented himself alive to them by many proofs after he had suffered, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. Today, the instructions for us are given from the church, beginning with the Pope, on down through the hierarchy to us by the spirit. The synod going on right now is looking for the people's input into the things of God, for they recognize that the spirit is not limited to the hierarchy, but to the people also. Why were these things written down? John 20, 31 says, but these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through this belief, you may have life in his name. That's why it is important that you write down the way God works in your life. Write down what you hear him saying to you and get the guidance of a spirit-led friend or family member or clergy to help you to determine whether it is the spirit leading you or your own desires. When I say spirit-led, I mean it is someone who has walked in, in obedience to God's word and listening to the spirit within. How did Jesus return to Galilee? In the power of the spirit. Where did news of him spread? throughout the whole region, what did he do in their synagogue? He taught. 
Luke 4, 14 to 15. What did Jesus do in Nazareth according to his custom? He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. When handed the scroll to read, from that, what prophet did he read? Isaiah. Luke 4, 16 and 17. What does the one whom God sent speak? The words of God. What has the Father given over to him? Everything. What will the one who believes in him have? Eternal life. John 3, 34 to 36 says, Though the one whom God sent speaks the words of God, he does not ration his gift of the Spirit. The Father loves the Son and has given everything over to him. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains upon him. How can one fulfill the scriptures or the law? Romans 13, 8, 10 says, Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Love does no evil to the, to the neighbor. Hence, love is the fulfillment of the law. Personal question. What has been spoken to you personally through the scriptures? And how have you fulfilled what was said? How attentive are you to hearing and obeying God's holy word? Is there room for improvement? What can you do to improve your listening skills? Deacon can't answer that. I am called to God, called by God to love the least of his children as if they were my own. By learning and preaching God's word. And I study and read scripture every day in order to grow in my love for God's word. And I answered that, what has been spoken to you personally through the scriptures for me, how much God loves me and that he is a God of love. I have fulfilled what was said by loving others the way he loves me. I am attentive to hearing and obeying God's holy word through the study of it, with the understanding of his presence, his spirit teaching me. Improvement can come by following Psalm 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. Let's go into the psalm for this week. It's Psalm 19, 8 to 10, and verse 15. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The decree of the Lord is trustworthy, giving wisdom to the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eye. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The statutes of the Lord are true, all of them just. Let the words of my mouth meet with your favor. Keep the thoughts of my heart before you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? 
and how can you apply this to your life? Deacon Ken said, the decree of the Lord is trustworthy. His application by being a man of my word. And I answered that the law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. My application, love my enemies by following Matthew 5, 48. In a word, you must be made perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. I need to become perfect in love. The commentary. Luke was very much aware that there was a lot of interest in Jesus. And many people had written personal accounts of experiences with him. Luke set out to put these accounts into an historical, thorough, and complete form using all the available resources because it was important to Luke to know what was true. He relied heavily on eyewitness accounts. Jesus arrived in Nazareth where he went into the synagogue and preached before an amazed audience. The synagogue was the real center of religious life in Palestine. There was only one temple, and that was in Jerusalem. Wherever there were at least 10 Jewish families, there must be a synagogue. In every town and village, it was in the synagogue that the people met to worship. There were three parts of a synagogue service. They were, one, the worship part, two, the reading of the scriptures, and three, the teaching part. Jesus' example makes most excuses for not attending church sound weak and self-serving. We all need to make regular worship a part of our lives. Even Jesus was not accepted as a prophet in his hometown. We have a similar attitude. An expert is anyone who carries a briefcase and comes for more than 200 miles from home. Do not be surprised when your Christian life and faith are not easily understood or accepted by those who know you well, because Jesus was not accepted either. The application this week. This week's first reading tells us that God's word was proclaimed clearly and explained completely. The second reading shows that we are the body of, and Christ is our head. The gospel reveals that a prophet is not recognized or accepted in his hometown. This week, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal your gifts. Then share them with your family, friends, and community. Remember, the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. And he has anointed you to teach your family about him. You can feed your family, friends, and community God's holy word. Let the gift of healing be released in you by reaching out to someone who is hurting, sick, or lonely. Do not be afraid to use your gifts. Just remember that you have been anointed by the Holy Spirit. 
Let us close with prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this teaching. And thank you for anointing us with your Holy Spirit and filling us up with your presence. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a wonderful week. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.